1: Take the next chance and
0: the next. Time. You're all rebels, are you? Save your rebellion. Save your dream! The Bizzle. You called the Jesse James. Jesse, aka the Bizzle. Oh, the Bizzle. Thank you, <laughs> the Bizzle. Thank you, the Bizzle. Yeah, the Bizzle. All right, ladies and gentlemen of the Bizzlecast, welcome to. Clone Wars Chronicles number five Simi we've been building To this literally since Months before we started this project And that is the Mortis trilogy And This is going to be very different In a lot of ways People heads up We decided last minute that we had so much to talk about This is going to be a two-parter where we watch the first two of the three episodes and do some discussion And then the second part will be the final episode And then a much longer philosophical discussion on what the fuck happens in these crazy episodes Um, So Simi, when you think of Mortis, first of all, welcome back, great to have you I know you had a great trip in Portugal, which is one of my favorite countries, so... That's cool. Um, w- when you think of Mortis, what do you think of?
2: Hey, dude! Thanks for having me. It is awesome to be back. I had a wonderful trip in Portugal. Um, it was very refreshing, but I am very—I was ready to get back and yeah. get back in the swing of things. It was ten days, and sure. you know, it's a—it's a good amount of time. But uh, I'm happy to be back in Brooklyn. Um, when I think of Mortis, I think of. So so in all shows, movies, books, there's always that that um beginning lore where they're sitting there um you know saying how it works. In uh in Harry Potter, Hagrid is sitting there with Harry in the first uh talking about magic folk and muggles and all this shit in um in in in, in uh in in a new hope uh he's talking about the for obi-wan is talking about the force he's like the force is all around us it comes in, it comes in. and it's a very famous scene because we're, we're always or me someone interested in lore is always looking for more and more and more and this is just riddled with it every second of these three episodes is the lore of the force and i just think it's so important um and i do think uh the, the way the new canon is working. I think they looked at this very carefully sure. and chopped it up. Cause you see that in rebels, you see it in a lot of what they're doing, um, because it is so rich with all this stuff. And they're talking about it in detail. There's vast conversations, uh, throughout these three episodes of, of what's going on and, uh, talking about the Force, talking about apprenticeships, talking about good and bad and the balance and all that shit, the dark and the light. And, uh, You know, and we have our girl Ahsoka, who is uh, the gray, if you will. So it's really, it's, it's, it's. I'm really excited to do this. We've been talking about doing these for a while. We've been referencing the episodes for a while. So uh, you know, without further ado, I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited. Let's do it.
0: So guys, so guys, uh, you know, just because you know, I gotta, I gotta do the little spiel. Um, So the the three episodes are called. is Overlord's the first one? Correct. And then Altar of Mortis and Ghosts of Mortis. Correct. Um and if you're listening to this, you definitely know of what we are talking about. Um but Simmy, we'll do a little talk between the first two episodes and we'll do a lot to the second, but we'll save the big discussion for part two. But I'm not gonna lie, this this might make me very naive and you're gonna be like, duh. But this was the first time I watched it, and it ended, and I sat there for a minute, and I went, this is the Matrix, this is not real, any of this. It's all in their heads, they're manifesting physically a very complicated experience with an extremely powerful force virgins, essentially, Um, and I have a lot of theories to support this. Did that ever occur to you with all the delusions and the trippiness and, you know,
2: you don't know if they're just spaced out or, you know what I mean? Um, I guess I never, I guess I was always just so interested in the content that I never like took it to another level of how it was being fed to me. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's a really interesting take on it and I, it'd be fun to watch it this time through Mm -hmm. thinking about it like that. Um, Sure. Could they all just be in the spaceship simultaneously being abducted by the force? Because in the end, spoiler alert, in the end, you know, it's as if nothing happened. You know, like no time has passed, no nothing. And the three of them have just experienced, you know, the same dream. And Ahsoka is now incredibly powerful. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen with it. To be fair, you know, I always have to put this caveat,
0: which is – the most important science fiction book series ever for me is Dune. I would argue even if he doesn't talk about it a lot, he I mean, The Desert Planet, the Twins, The Son of the Messiah being the Messiah was all taken directly from Frank Herbert's Dune, which was like 10-15 years before The First Star Wars. Still from the best, but Hey, there yeah, there's nothing original. No, but, sure. but 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 in Dune, the greatest and most brilliant but also crazy prophets specifically take large doses of hallucinogenics to experience what I just described. They're just aware that that's happening, that their brains are translating the spiritual realm to the physical realm, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah, yeah, totally. It could totally
2: be What's what's the line
0: from The Matrix? The digital, the physical, the... Visual construct of your digital self or whatever Morpheus says, you know, like it's, oh,
2: it's it, your when they, it's how you view yourself, like it's your yeah. um, projection,
0: right? The digital projection of the of the digital self or whatever, you know, the, right, right, right? That that's that's basically what I'm talking about. So that hit me really hard. I wasn't expecting, um, and I think is even though it's great to have Ahsoka back, and I I, I apologize, I'm always apologizing to you was being a baby last episode because there was no Ahsoka. And all the mustache twirl. Like, this is definitely the opposite. This is right up the business alley. Ahsoka is amazing in this. Ashley Eckstein gets to do stuff she's never done, um, which is always fun for characters. Matt Lanter arguably puts in his most emotional performance. Um, but I, I, I would say, for me, the biggest question that I have for myself, but especially from you through these episodes and our discussions. I'll give you last word here and then we'll count in, is the extent to which the erasure of Anakin's mind maybe wasn't such an erasure. And it, it seems very possible that there's lingering memories of him seeing the Darth Vader future. It would certainly jibe with the books that we keep getting. It would certainly jibe with the... Um, comic books um, and fan theories and stuff like that. So um, I will be interested to track that and hear from you. So final thought about uh, Mortis. And then, guys, we're going to take you right in to Overlords. Um, I'll do this real very quickly so we can jump in. Again, we're going to do a – a quick discussion between overlords and altar of mortis. We'll finish on altar of mortis. We'll give you some closing thoughts and tease the final episode, which honestly feels like three episodes because it's so epic ghost of mortis. Um, and then we will have plenty to say, um, about that. Um, so final thoughts about mortis. I just watched this last night. It was blown away. You haven't seen this in a while, so this will be interesting.
2: Yeah. I I just think, Ultimately, watching these three characters go through this really significant transformation, mm-hmm. um, this is just a really epic point in everything. And, I, I mean, they had to have been sitting around watching this over and over and over again, um, the same way I have in the past, just to to try to understand um, a little bit more. But they do it in a very elementary way, like just explaining the balance of the dark and the light, and then they just – manifested in a physical state so it's just it's just interesting that there is actually a fight between the dark and the light and there is actually something that keeps the two at bay uh to keep a proper balance in the force So uh, yeah man This is going to be fun, I'm excited Oh and of course we have to
0: mention that there's A direct line between These episodes and uh, The world between worlds at the end of Episode, uh, season 4 of Rebels where we discover that Ahsoka Is not only good at everything but she can Travel through space and time which is amazing Um, uh, And is Represented amazing (laughs) and there's Depictions of the father and the Son the daughter, I want to talk about The design especially of the son who's uh, voiced by Sam Witwer, that's the first time he was in the series, and then he was asked to be Darth Maul not long afterwards, um, uh, and and so forth. But I mean, dude, I don't know if Dave Filoni is so ingenious that he planned one like
2: eight years before the other, but I think he had to. Have. I think it's an overshadow of, or I think it's a shadow of like what is going to be happening. And I think when he went through and watched these these uh the the clone wars uh many times he probably saw the different content that he wanted to latch on to to create uh a lot of what he's he's creating in the canon now so Mm -hmm. um yeah absolutely um and final quick
0: thought for you is i'm interested to hear the extent to which you think this is tolkien-esque uh on, on all levels or maybe not um Because some people, you know, have said this is like Filoni at his most token. I'm not sure I agree, but that will be interesting to see. Certainly visually, there's a ton of cues with the swords and the flying beasts and everything. So here we go, people. Cue up your Netflix files. I'm going to count us down from three to two to one. I'm going to say go. You're going to hit play. Simi, just count to three. People can follow along. And just to make sure people get those first few seconds... And we're going to jump right into it.
2: Got it. All right. You feeling, so, you
0: f- you feeling good, champ? You're going to read the quote at the beginning? It's been a few. It's been a little while since we did I think did I'm these. ready for it. I think I'm ready for it. Are you ready for it? I, I don't know if you're ready for how much I'm going to let you talk today. That's, I that, don't think that's you're the ready. thing. I don't think, I think you're ready. ready. Okay. All uh, right. I should probably – hold on. I should probably cue it up first. Um, mm-hmm. Right? That would be – On the smart end of things. Whoa! Well, hold on, hold on. I'm just going down three seconds. Alright. Sim, simmy, sim, sim. Uh, Here comes the countdown, my dude. You ready? Yep. Alright. Part one of three, Overlords. Oh, season three, episode 15, people. Here we go. Three, two, one, and go. One,
2: two, three. All right. I think we're good to go. Sorry, guys. I fucked that up a little bit. Here we go, baby. Balance is found in the one who faces his guilt. That doesn't even make sense. A transmission has been intercepted beyond the outer rim. I can hear your your loudly. I just turned it down. Sorry. <laughs> okay. yeah. I forgot what we were doing here.
0: Okay, first question. Why was this a distress signal? This is a Star Trek thing, by the way. Is distress signals from weird space stations and stuff. is, is, the, is a catalyst of so many Star Trek episodes. But this is so different. Um, do you think this was a purposeful distress signal for these three and how did they find these three i mean that begs so many questions already
2: yeah i mean i think it was at some level the force is destiny isn't it i mean like it's you know the force wills it
0: this is a specific distress signal so someone wants something yeah but i mean ultimately uh, oh no! You're oh you're saying father son uh, and so forth. are like feeling these guys, right, Like they're closer, so, right, for the first time, and so they're sucking them in, right? Interesting. 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 So okay. So from this, so this moment, is their mind. This is the this source is code,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> this is like... it.
0: From right here, they could be in the matrix
2: inside the matrix, starting right there. Right. So they've entered their own little world. And that looks like uh, that, you know what, actually this reminds me a little bit. Did you ever watch Hellraiser at all, by the way? No. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. The one guy reminds me of the Hellraiser. No, I, I know that, who Hellraiser is, though. I know who right, Hellraiser right. is. Yeah. So the, the Hellraiser comes usually from a, this box, anyways. Uh, he, it's like a Pandora's box kind of thing. and It looks like this thing. Talk to me about so, yeah. this. So, I mean, at this point, I guess you're right. They've entered this strange. I, I always thought that I took it literal, I guess, and one of us is right or wrong or whatever. No, to be clear,
0: I don't think it's only what I said, but I think that's part of it. Right.
2: So I took it as that they, um, that it's here and it just reveals itself to those who it needs it to and it sucks people in right. You know that it has a destiny for. You know and this is specific i mean they called anakin here anakin is here because they want him here that is that's why they're here everything else is ancillary detail and then all this other stuff happens as a result of them trying to get anakin here
0: do you think that this is really all about anakin from beginning to end and it's just that ahsoka and obi-wan happen to be
2: with him because they're always with him I do because I I think what happens to Ahsoka isn't well I mean I guess you can always, I guess it contradicts some of my thoughts of the Force but I I think it's kind of an accident. What oh happens dude, to we're her. gonna be up
0: to our neck in paradoxes here, so don't worry about that. Yeah, I mean I just think it's an accident.
2: Like like her maybe it's not an accident because she is his apprentice. You know what I mean? And that's what's so important. And the other thing is, uh, leading into this episode, you were complaining about how Ahsoka's not in all the, in the other episodes. No, I was but just being episode, a little whiny bitch. No, I know. I know. But what I'm saying is, those other episodes were really important because they were talking about the dark side and their apprenticeships oh. with, with, with Dooku and, and, and uh, Ventress, yeah. and then Ventress with Savage Opress, yeah. and then Savage the Opress now looking for his brother, Dark Maul. Yep. Yeah. So, Sim, so here we are
0: you saw, this the man- light. you saw this a long time before me I didn't see this till many years later and I immediately thought of those matrix pictures I sent you of the angel looking over the fallen humans and the uh, animatrix I, there's a lot of difference but you, it, you're never sure if she's really there right there's an etherealness if that's a word about her M- more even than the other two look at her she's
2: glowing she's almost translucent yeah, yeah. No, it's a good point uh, that is fair, but you see how like they fell asleep and the ship just landed, you know, like, mm-hmm. and also this whole world is the dark and the light. Like right now there it's daytime. So you remember they she was just saying like, we have yeah. to get to, we, we have to get to, to cover before nighttime because the seasons are changing.
0: Can I say something kind of annoying and judgmental, which is. A lot. It's not just Christianity that has trinities, and I don't think this trinity is particularly Christian. It displays so so many different religious and spiritual ideas. I'm the first person to say this is Jesus stuff. I I really don't think it's Jesus stuff, even with the Messiah
2: Anakin stuff. Well, you can say it's Jesus stuff, but you can really more so just say it's Messiah stuff and more so just say yeah. deity stuff. You know, Jesus is the newer God, to just be clear. But I think it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, but it's,
0: it's closer to like Shiva and the Hindu tripartite, you know, Godhead, for example. I know the least of, of that
2: uh, religion, actually, for someone with a minor in religion. Um, but sure. That's so interesting. It's so interesting you're forbidden to touch me. Because, like. Is that Cat Tabor? He, Is that Padme doing her voice? Uh. I actually think it's, um. It's what's her name? Uh. Oh, the one S- that does Satine? Uh, Satine, yeah. Mm. You're gonna have to research that.
0: Hmm. Yeah, w- wait, Anakin. That, that's gonna happen. Of course he's not going to wait.
2: Exactly. But, like, they're here for him. Like, that's supposed to happen. They're separating him. So, you know how we
0: talk about how... um, Man, my mic's really loud. You know how we talk about Ahsoka's only flaws is when she parrots stuff that her master does or, like, makes excuses for him sometimes. You know what I mean? I think Obi-Wan... grows fond of anakin's habits because of ahsoka in some ways it, it, you know it, it lulls them into a uh, okay fuck that okay sam witwer this guy looks exactly like the grand inquisitor reborn that can't be a coincidence with the teardrops and the things on the
2: head i think it's interesting that he speaks almost in sign language This is such a... This is so interesting.
0: Even more than Darth Maul, Sam Witwer's voice is unrecognizable with this. There's the laugh.
2: He laughs. I'm not Sith. And no. He is the Force.
0: So, a year before this, he was Starkiller in the Force Unleashed video game, which is actually pretty fun. Um... But he's great in it. It was one of the first like real motion capture games. He did all the lightsaber fighting. He too uses two lightsabers backwards like Ahsoka. Um, I'm not sure who got it first. Came on this role and then got Darth Maul. The rest is history.
2: This is so cool. I really should have seen this again.
0: Okay, that was just like Sauron's eye at the top of the mountain. No yeah. question. Yeah. No question.
2: I always think his greatest Tolkien moment is uh, when Ahsoka comes back looking like fucking Gandalf, but that's something different.
0: He released a drawing another Gandalf Ahsoka drawing on his uh Twitter page today that he sketched.
2: <laughs> this looks very video game ish. Just there for a second.
0: Yeah, but this is already starting to set up the incredible, almost Tron like aesthetic of World Between Worlds at the end of Rebels. Mm. I mean, here, he just sits down. He's the one who brought him here. The f-
2: right. To to. I Trent's. love that he just sits down. He knows what he's supposed to do.
0: Great facial design. Uh-huh. So here's a question, Sammy. He learns about his Vader future. They wipe his brain. But if they truly wanted to do the right thing, wouldn't they have left him with the memory and maybe he would struggle to fight it? Now he doesn't know it in the end. And so it's destined to happen.
2: He – there was not a confusion. He does inevitably bring balance to the force because he is the one that kills – no, well, Palpatine. No, no, I understand. So, that, but
0: this they, this is it. A, has to happen.
2: Yeah. He has to become Vader to kill Palpatine. It, otherwise, Palpatine doesn't uh otherwise Palpatine wins.
0: Or when Palpatine's on the ground, kill, about to kill Mace Windu, he goes good and kills Palpatine. That's another way it could have happened. But I I think there's something about it that oh, it,
2: it dude, couldn't happen that way.
0: Dude, this is fucking this is Liam Neeson. He fucking came back to do this. God bless him.
2: The I ma- forgot about this. The
0: Master Apprentice book with these two next month with Claudia Gray is going to be great.
2: God, I keep forgetting Liam Neeson is Qui-Gon Jinn.
0: He was in my uh, – I did a D&D Star Wars podcast. He was in my in my party. I, I think he's a super underrated character.
2: He's enormous. You know that? Oh, Yeah. Seeing him he's like fight, six six,
0: and in Kingdom of Heaven, he fights with the overhead broadsword style. I mean, he's like a giant barbarian, a brutal fighter. But he
2: lives here in New York.
0: But Qui Gon, not a great fighter. He's powerful despite his lack of good fighting, which is an awesome part of his character. He's not Obi Wan, or Mace. no,
2: he's more intellectual he's more like smart about it but also right. in touch
0: with nature that whole speech he gives to young anakin mm-hmm. about the balance of the universe
2: the ch- the chirit stuff this is kind of fucked up too
0: and this is actually the woman who played shmi skywalker this is really her i shit you not
2: that is creepy as hell
0: And they make her look young. So these sort of dreams within dreams to me actually, I think, makes it seem to me that it's not just a Matrix construct, if
2: that makes weird sense. Well, I think they're trying to, like, explain to him this process of him being the one and how he could you know yeah. come to mortis and live there permanently. So this is yeah. this is part of the sales pitch actually.
0: Right. <laughs> right. But like you know I talk about how like we can never experience anything directly anyways like you're not eating the pizza. Your brain's, you know, sending you signals about the pizza, what it tastes like. You know, the whole tasty weed thing from The Matrix, right? right?
2: I know, like with, the, with so, the wine and the steak at that yeah. restaurant, right? Yeah.
0: So, so this is just different levels of that, but it doesn't lessen the spiritual journey they're going through. If anything, it makes it more crazy and
2: cool. Yeah, I mean, this is like a review of like yeah. how you got here. Yeah. yeah, that's what she's she's or he yeah. is is putting him through.
0: But again, this is the guy who wanted the Matrix to be that the humans were actually all emergent AI. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm the best, most
2: uh, normal person to ask about such things. So is this the brother that's actually controlling that dreamer right there, or was that the father? I will continue to ask why Ahsoka
0: in both series looks like the most realistic character always it's it's mind-blowing okay this is weird because we see older Ahsoka and this is not what older Ahsoka looks like but this also matches the distortions right it's a trick right it's distortions right she looks way too young for her how long her leikus are man she should look like Gandalf at that
2: age if her leikus were those long
0: yeah I love that. I love that it's part of their body and they keep growing.
2: But she's not. So she actually maybe is more involved. Or maybe it's just this place, you know?
0: She's. Well, she's way more important than Uh, uh, Obi-Wan. But you need Obi-Wan in these episodes, or it just would go completely off the handle.
2: Um. I love like how having a vision in, in Jedi is like a thing. It's like I didn't just have a weird dream, it's like I had a vision. Yep. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of movement going on in his face um for even for a show as is, is uh detailed as this.
2: He looks It's not all- simple, it's an ignorant view of the universe, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just he just doesn't understand. It's not about Sith
0: Okay, so Here we go is,
2: <laughs> He's like question,
0: question number one, Simi Are these guys related to the Bendu In, uh, in any way Physically, spiritually, force wise Is this Bendu stuff Ancient I think creatures Strong with the force But they don't operate like Jedi or Sith
2: Yeah, I mean, it – this stuff is so important. They're they're really – yeah, the Bendu is something of this nature. uh, But the Bendu is – spreads out a little bit more, I feel like. The Bendu is like the balance – like – a force within a force to keep the balance in certain areas and he 's neither dark nor light I feel pretty confident that he actually
0: exists, whereas these guys I have no idea
2: if mortis exists or if it just exists in your well, what is real is you know like go back to the matrix, what is real it 's just neurons sending signals to your brain and interpreting it as 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 real
0: I would compare it to when we learn in the matrix we loaded that the oracle is just an advanced program i would compare it to that it's this guy is very real in terms of what's being said and and stuff like that but it's not on our plane of existence and i think again this is how ahsoka is able to find the world between worlds later because of her experiences here
2: The dark and light, the day and night, the destruction and the recreation. And that's what happens to this place. It destroys itself and then recreates itself. And
0: if you wanted to find a place where you could travel across the universe in a small backdoor area, you would go to a place like this, I think. I mean, there could be an entrance to the world between worlds here. Uh, this, but this might even be light years beyond that, metaphysically. Right. Okay. Look at this. I mean,
2: it's a little Lord of the Rings.
0: But do you see how easily they're accepting? How everything's a little too fast and a little too slick. I, I you know, I think that they never stop being brainwashed, or I, that's brainwashed. Not the right word. they're in a daze the whole time including when they take the ship that doesn't actually leave which is also a star
2: trek thing that i love they they take the ship that but the ship's okay this looks like
0: the the shot down on minis tirith and return of the king at the top
2: this also looks like the shot uh in episode two
1: Mm
2: -hmm. at the end when they're at the at the with yeah, with the Genos- genosa. So I know... Okay. Look,
0: so th- that looks a little bit like uh, the Nazgul, right? But it's different. Yeah, that. It's yeah. Different. But that, that is a straight-up griffin right here. This is a very old-school fantasy creature, usually aligned with good. Some combination right. of eagle and, you know...
2: This is so fucked
0: up. Oh, but Obi-Wan wields the sword. I forgot that. The thing is, the tension is already so high, Simi, but you don't realize until you rewatch it, this is like two of ten of where we're going. I mean, this is this is like base, the basics of, of Mortis. Do you think that's this is part of it that they're ramping up how the weirdness in, but also the power of what's going on?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, every second I'm always comparing like who's the strongest at this or who or like what you were saying Qui-Gon's not the best fighter but he's still very strong with the Force, you know. So, you know, knowing that they're strong that these two are stronger than Ahsoka and Anakin individually and that they're totally dominating them proves how strong this is Anakin is right here this is th- this is the world
0: between worlds they're 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 showing us this is it th- this is exactly the world between worlds just with a little more detail but those little pads and the gl- and the glowy walkways right
2: right and also oh totally oh boom that's incredible. By the That's way, cool.
0: thus far, <laughs> Ahsoka and Obi-Wan total BAs while this craziness is happening.
2: That's incredible.
0: I mean, dude, the Clone Wars really convinces you that Ahsoka and Obi-Wan together can maybe save Anakin.
2: Wow. he really, So he's drawing on the... the planet for his power well again if you're the bendu then
0: the light the neutral and the dark don't mean anything they're they're arbitrary parts of the spectrum but i don't know if that's the lesson that they're trying to be taught here i don't know sammy i'm I'm lost with these episodes i i feel i feel like a, a both a bad philosopher and a bad star wars fan sometimes watching these and not knowing what's going on
2: This is so fucked up. What did he just say? <laughs> what did he just say? Oh, he told them to leave. He said, Do not trust him. Yeah. Oh, he wants to show them the truth.
0: You can't handle the truth!
2: He also reminds me of Gandalf a little bit.
0: He wants him to replace him ultimately to keep Vader away from the universe. Like, this is all a lie, the, the reasoning here. The real reason is to get him out of play, so to speak. I think, oh, you think they were just trying to get him st- – I think – The father is trying have... to get Darth Vader away from the galaxy.
2: Well, you could also hypothesize that the, the will of the Force did this to create Ahsoka. I mean, I think that's what – that's what I think they're taking it. Or that's how they take it. Oh, you know what I mean? Like This is,
0: yeah, we buried the lead because you brought this up before, which is you think that there's a reading of this that's actually, it's more about Ahsoka than Anakin. And, right. And the reason I think you might be right after my recent viewing, man, that went quickly. Uh, the reason I think that's in after my most recent viewing is because Anakin goes through a lot, but he ends up at ground zero in the end he loses his memory everyone comes back to life he doesn't really remember what happens you know what i mean whereas ahsoka literally dies and comes back to life um i'll be interested when that happens sort of your reading of the extent to which it's actually anakin and the extent to which anakin's channeling all of the crazy powers that
2: are there or some combination or something else um well what i would say what i would say is that ahsoka doesn't die and come back to life i would say ahsoka dies and she is more so reborn do you know what i mean like she's not ahsoka anymore and that's the point it's like the mistake you know it's like maybe like phoenix a little bit you know or um so if she's if she's if she's gandalf Right. Yeah, like Gandalf. Yeah, I mean, Gandalf, Gandalf is obviously the best. I was trying to think of something besides Gandalf. Gandalf. Gandalf is obviously when he goes to the. when he, he falls, falls through the depths
0: of hell. Through fire and ice to the lowest depths, the lowest dungeon on the earth, and he right. smote his enemies' ruin upon the mountainside. And all, and then you see him actually come back to life. And he doesn't say God or gods because Tolkien never brings that up. Even though Tolkien, by the way, was a huge Catholic, he never talks about God. And he hated his friend C.S. Lewis constantly talking about God in his fantasy. So that was like one. it – but it's clearly the gods bring back Gandalf because he's 5,000 years old. He's like older than the elves, almost as old as the ants. So if if Ahsoka is Gandalf, and there's been so many other shameless similarities, is Anakin a god? Is he channeling the god stuff? Maybe we should save this for when we see this because this is the sec in the second episode, I believe, right? So real quick,
2: sorry. Uh, were you joking that they were friends, or did they actually chat? What are you talking about? C.S. Lewis and
0: uh, no, they Tolkien? were no, no, they were in a um. A very famous Oxford uh, liter- literary club. Of
2: Oh, uh, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, cool. yeah.
0: Um, and they, they they both were religious. Um, well, Tol- Tolkien's like a deist. You know, he believes very strongly in God, but he's not like a. You know, I mean, his he, he was accused of being um, paganistic with, with, with the Lord yeah. That's Lord what I was going to say. Legs. It's more
2: paganistic, especially the books.
0: But you also Um, can apply the force to Lord of the Rings, and and that adds a whole nother element. Um, Yeah. And, dude, we're going to see the sword, the Excalibur, Aragorn sword. Like, you know, I mean, the sword in the stone is coming up. You know, that's not just a Tolkien thing. But as I talk about, the huge thing in, in, in Tolkien's writings is that power, even with Aragorn and Gandalf, is channeled through objects, swords, staffs rings gandalf has a ring by the way they never show in the movie he has a ring the whole time um you know and so so he has one of the rings of power yeah he has one of the rings of power that the the cape blanchett ring where she shows the herself as a queen dark queen dark and beautiful all shall love me in despair what a great scene um yeah but pass the test but they, you know, in the, the mithril armor—they're constantly, you know, the sword that glows. I mean, it's it's a it's a, it's it's a interesting thing that they that they do share. Um, so, oh, that ball too. The ball too. So, any thoughts before the second part? Because I think actually uh, we, we should just get to the second part because that's going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, and we can't go too super late, but also we want to save a lot for part three, which again, I want to stress feels like a 45 minute episode. And I mean that in the best way possible.
2: Yeah. It it feels
0: like twilight of the apprentice, which is actually a double episode without (laughs) being a double episode. So, um, any thoughts so far, um, uh, as you've seen this, not for a little while,
2: no, I mean it's just super exciting. It, a lot happened. For some reason, I thought this was a little bit more spread out. Word that first episode. So word. Um, All right. I thought dude. that yeah, I just thought it was a little bit more spread out. So uh, yeah. I was expecting this in the next episode. That that little fight at the end. Yeah,
0: I so. do. I do want to point out really quickly that like so many cool things like. Malachor and the Old Republic and the Mandalorian Wars, all this lore is being brought from the really cool books that were written in the 80s and 90s when we were growing up. That it seemed like Disney was just ditching, but they're taking so much of it, and we, we're just seeing the beginning. And, and um, well, this is a different take, Mortis was a concept that goes back at least to the 90s. Um, and involves Darth Plagueis, uh, and Darth Sidious, of course. Um, and some, you know, I I think, I think Luke Skywalker tried to find it at one point in, in the other literature. So, you know, I just, for the listeners who are more casual, you know, we talk about this, how smartly they're bringing in what's essentially called legends or, or the extended universe. Right. Right. Which is super cool. So, okay. So, we are going to jump into uh, after the countdown, of course. What's the next episode, Sin?
2: Uh, the next episode is 16, The Altar of Mortis.
0: Altar of Mortis. All right, let me get queued up here. Um, all right, folks. Well, there's been a major development, which is that we have more time than we thought, so we're going to try to do this whole thing. I guess it's, it sort of depends on how long the discussion goes after episode two, but I think we can get get, get this all, all down, and we're going to want to see the uh, – especially you hasn't seen it in a while. So we are on uh, The Altar of Mortis. Um I am ready to go here. Season three, episode sixteen, part two of three of the Mortis trilogy, and uh, we're trying—we're try, we're trying to give you—we're trying to give you some juicy stuff here, guys. But it's very—it's so bizarre and so heady. Everyone's going to have their own interpretation, so we can only give you ours. I think it's safe to say.
2: Yeah. So with, uh, with that, th- yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go. I was just going to echo that. I, 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 there's just so many interesting tidbits that, like, I think we could just be hushing each other the whole time to mm-hmm. to do something. So we we are going to talk over mm-hmm. this, but there are some really good points mm-hmm. that they make about content for the overall uh, force, if you will. All right,
0: guys. So here comes the count: de- the three to zero, and then back up to three with Simi to make sure you're aligned, um, Mr. Kalimo. I'm about to drop it. You ready?
2: yeah i'm ready when you
0: are man three two one go one
2: two three
0: all right here we
2: go i think we are good to go we are good to go yeah he who surrenders hope surrenders life
0: i mean if you don't believe that then why are you watching star wars And by the way, Andy yeah, talks about hope at one point in, in a very um, meaningful way, which I noticed for the first time.
2: Yeah, these beans are really the art on them are very good too. Are very good is very good. I, I really like how they use the different colors, mm-hmm. the greens and the whites and the light, and then the red and the black. You know, more like Sith. And then if you look at Rebels, I think it's funny. I think the the sun is uh is is designed a lot like the uh the inquisitors
0: it it can't be a coincidence that the three and the three line up almost perfectly right uh that obi-wan would be the father anakin the son and and ahsoka the daughter right i mean that's
2: not a coincidence have you ever noticed like Uh, In this episode, I guess, or have you ever noticed, I think it's just apparent that, like, how vulnerable they all are. Like, these are the three strong characters and some of the biggest force wielders and some of the biggest badasses with some blades. But, like, they're all vulnerable here, you know? Like, they're going through these – the only one who doesn't go through, like, a crazy, like, kind of epiphany is Obi-Wan. He's still kind of, like – you know, facilitating all this, but, okay. So I, 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 they just
0: showed the obvious thing that I just said, which is the sun being Anakin, the Anakin being the sun. That's, that's pretty in your face, but they, it's so beautiful to watch.
2: Right. Because he is the dark and he's trying to tell him that so is he and Anakin Mm -hmm. uh, still has so much love in him at this point. Uh, that he he's not even there. He's not at the dark side. But he can see, he, they came at him too early, you mm-hmm. know? So here's what's interesting, Never. man, is
0: there's a lot of readings where the Darth Vader thing is inevitable. But the fact that the daughter and the father sacrifice themselves to let Anakin go – and kill the, their, the sun, dude, means that they think that there is a chance that he might not become as bad as the sun, even though he becomes as bad, if that makes sense.
2: He said it exactly like Palpatine, the Jedi. You hear that? And then all of a sudden, this motherfucker is just here. The sun said it like that? <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. goes the Jedi, and
0: that's and they heard Just that like Palpatine, right? And that's and that's when they were like, "Oh, Sam Witwer, you're going to now do Emperor Palpatine's voice too."
2: Yeah, seriously. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, not a, that's not so a, cool. This is a great, another great spaceship design. We we get we get five new great spaceship designs. It seems like in every arc.
2: That's so cool. Do do voice actors get? Like, how competitive is it? I mean, Matt Lanter
0: is a legit TV and movie star, so it must be. I mean, dude, this show got, nominated and won like a ton of like Golden Globes and other
2: awards. Yeah. for for animation. Um, this is an animation is getting so much more credit these days as as content. You know what I mean? Like it used to just be those are just stupid cartoons. Get well, off my lawn. And now again, it's like
0: my Lucasfilm whoring. I think all of Lucasfilm's animation is better than Pixar stuff visually. Uh, yeah. It was way I more look, appealing. Look, look at this. This is like a Battlestar Galactica crash,
2: or Matrix. Now obi-wan I gets love their
0: briefly misled a- occasionally in these episodes, but he's never really lost no, actually, neither is ahsoka. she just gets dead and been brainwashed
2: she gets dead
0: right there it is well, look at that yeah. I mean that is that is uh um Kaza Do- not duomom that's the uh yeah the eye of
2: Sauron yeah. I mean, that's the one of they, the they two could, towers. They could do a joke. if for, It would be so like such a deep track if like all of a sudden I just added Smeagol into one of these scenes with the two of them. Like that'd be really funny.
0: Especially because Sam Witwer's portrayal of Darth Maul coming in a season or two was specifically designed to be a little golem and schizophrenic. Dave Filoni talked about that openly. But he's not there yet.
2: This is so fucked up, by the way.
0: Okay, so who is this creature? Is this the sun? Yeah. This is such a cool creature that it's you could never pull off in a live-action movie, but looks great here. I mean, this looks like puppetry, honestly, which I love. By the way, yeah, dude, too- we haven't commented very subtly, but very significantly, Ahsoka's clothing is way more mature. Right now. Yeah, yeah, I like I like
2: this better than the bikini thing.
0: I I just thought this happened way later in the series, but by by season three, they have her in in grown up clothing.
2: Yeah, she's in basically like a fucking daishiki, like up until then, you know, like or like right. a mini skirt and but, like a like a bikini top. But
0: like Wonder Woman, she needs to have st- her arms free and legs free to do shit.
2: The voice sounds like uh, Del Toro in um, the Avengers.
0: This is actually a very Pan's Labyrinth scene. Speaking of Del Toro, I didn't think of that. That looks like yeah. a Pan's Labyrinth creature.
2: Uh, uh, the bite. That was always so crazy. Like, the only thing I didn't understand with that was, why didn't he just do that in the first place? Like, what's with this whole charade to, like, get letter-free?
0: Yeah, they're they're like, He could have bitter
2: at any he's, point.
0: He's a dark side Bendu. Well, that's that's kind of a,
2: an oxymoron, isn't it? I guess you're right. What the defines Bendu, the, the Bendu, Bendu is not being defined. Is that it's not it's switzerland you know except that like but, like the
0: ents man he ends up having to choose sides for his own survival
2: right so without the nazi gold i guess Mm-hmm.
0: Barrador. i'm sorry it took me so long to remember what sauron's tower was called
2: my oh god cred you're such, is going so way downhill. god god They
0: managed to make the father. Who does he remind me of? No, go ahead. Who, the son? He's just... Yeah, how like... Not he looks just... He, well, just, he looks like the Grand Inquisitor with the long red eye drops. Okay. Right. Do you see how ethereal daughter is? It's just like the Matrix um, fairy or whatever that it is. Oh, you know who he reminds me of? Uh, Dr. Manhattan. I've never seen that movie. Uh-oh.
2: Oh, you never saw Watchmen? Mm-mm. I'm not a Zack Snyder fan. I'm not. I didn't think it was aw- awesome, but it, it's uh, it's it's some good shots. No, I, I, really legitimately, I
0: legitimately just don't like him. Okay, here we go. That's fair. And Alan Moore, who wrote it, is a problematic uh, writer, although he's brilliant. He wrote V for Vendetta, too, by the way. <laughs> So, I love how she could fly I down the stairs a, and she's just it's taking a, one at a time. Dude, the fact that she looks like the most ethereal, I think is a misdirect. She's the most natural, the most grounded. She ends up being the most real, right? And the most human. And so it's, the, the image is a bit of a misdirect. You think she's like a ghost, but she's, you know who she is? She's Galadriel. I mean, she's one of the elf, you know, the elf queens or kings.
2: I think there's like a Mother Mary quality to her. You know what I mean? Like, there's a deity within... I mean, uh... What does it mean you can't be. Oh, do what does it exactly? remind me of? What does it remind me of? Oh, I can't think of it. Yeah, she even sounds like Claudary. Like, uh, her echoing voice. Yeah.
0: Well, totally. they use the same effect. She doesn't sound anything like Cape Blanchett, but they do use the same effect.
2: Oh, I know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of uh, in Harry Potter, the. Uh, oh, dude, that's what I want to ask you about. Was if there you think there's Harry Potter influences
0: going on? In yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. The ghost of uh, Ravenclaw. Rowena Ravenclaw. Look Rowena at how different. Ravenclaw. Okay. Do
0: you see how different her animation Surely. is? Mm-hmm. But the, when they when they do the two D animation of the Stargate with them in the world between worlds with with Ezra and Sabine and they find Ahsoka, the it, it looks like what she looks like. If that makes sense, like she looks. She, I think we're going to see more of designs like her going forward. I think mm. I think they're just, I mean, even the Resistance show, which I haven't really watched much of, I love the animation style. I just love how experimental they're being with 2D, 3D stuff and all the shows.
2: So I guess this is a, like an important quest that he goes on, but he doesn't really wield the blade. He gives it to somebody else. Well, it's also interesting okay. you were talking about the number three. Like there's is. three of them, and they each play a different role
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, in the. Uh, but there's tons the of age. mysticism that's based on three. Man, I'm I'm. Have you ever seen the Golden Knife? Or I'm sorry, the Golden Child.
0: No. With Eddie Murphy. What was that sword? I'm still not clear what the sword is.
2: It's the only sword that can kill okay. any of the three Same of me. them.
0: What We've been saying that that looks like Mordor, but with the green and the energy crackling, it sort of looks like Machine City, too, as they get closer <laughs> to it. Um, and the, if you bring in the Matrix themes... Like, let's put it this way. It's obvious the Lord of the Rings influences throughout Clone Wars and Rebels because Filoni openly talks about it. I'm going to shut up in a second. But I think there's a lot of Matrix influences in these particular philosophical episodes. Okay, Simi, talk about this. This is amazing. Ashley Eckstein gets to be a total biatch, which is great.
2: Okay, so first of all, her attitude and everything, she was first reminded me of Ventress. And then uh, mm-hmm. she reminded me of uh, Oshi Ren in Kill Bill, uh, like, trying to be the little innocent girl. But then, like, you know, like, building up all her, like, sarcastic, like, anger. So this, in my opinion, is all of Ahsoka's dark see that little laugh that <laughs> like oh she read like the little asian my laugh. favorite part <laughs> is
0: she's just saying all these like evil things but then she gets annoyed about the snips thing uh, it, finally it is so funny and then as soon as she I, comes as soon as she comes back to herself he calls her snips again just to make sure and she's totally cool with it <laughs>
2: Also, I want to make a very solid point right here about that fighting that just happened. That was not her fighting. She is a different person right now. That was an aggressive. Who is she? she? She's an entirely different person right there. I think that's all of her dark. It's all aggression. It's all passion. There's no reason. There's no logic. There's no thought into it. But she's she's in
0: there somewhere because she comes back. No, 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 no. (laughs) no. She's
2: already dead. That person, whoever's in there, only used one lightsaber and started hacking away like a fucking crazy person. Well, she, okay? she, she's dead the way Neo dies
0: at the end of the first Matrix. Actually, I think that's a better comparison than the Gandalf death, to be honest with you.
2: No, I was I was going to say she's dead though, and then I think she is being – I think she's already dead and in the meantime her body is being possessed the same way the – the king of uh, uh, when when Gandalf visits the uh, the king that's being um, Sauron is uh, is is running through him. What's okay. his name? So a lot of stuff you know happens here. About?
0: First of all, we see her with two lightsabers for the first time. They're teasing us. Where? One sec.
2: Where's the two lightsabers? It's that's gonna, my whole point.
0: It's happening at some point. Just wait. I hate it when you she's call me that. Else. I hate it no, when you call doesn't. me that. That makes me think she's that's still a in there. That's an Ahsoka line when she just gets frustrated. I hate it when you call me that. Oh, I told you, baby. Woo! See, that's not her. She's saying two Simi, Jedi. Trust, she is a Jedi. When it comes to nerd stuff, trust in the bizzle. Trust in the bizzle.
2: I think she is already dead, right now. What is your definition of dead? Um, Her body has been taken over by something else and has been killed. But that does—they're not mutually exclusive. You don't have to die.
0: Bodies get taken over all the time, and people don't die.
2: Okay, fine. She's not dead. But that's not her. She's, no, no. She has nothing-
0: no, I'm asking you to she- parse it. I think part of her dies. I, but I'm, I'm trying to parse the parts that die and the parts that survive.
2: I guess what I'm saying, I don't know how this yes. thing would have... The bite that she got that turned her into zombie Ahsoka. Like, I don't know how i don't know how to stop it like let's say let's say that she doesn't get stabbed spoiler alert uh at the end here okay but like i don't want to believe what you, she's totally what, not you think herself there's a way? because i like you think that so
0: sorry i was gonna say I, li- I, I like that we get a demonstration that she can take them both on at the
2: same time i'm saying this is oh, where yeah, she baby. this is crazy I'm saying this is where she she died and then this is where she gets reborn again. Mm-hmm. But if – so if she doesn't get stabbed here by the sword, mm-hmm. like does she actually – would you be able to get old Ahsoka back somehow with that with that bite that's already flowing through her veins? Well, like be able yes, to be renamed
0: somehow? I think this is again all a transcendental experience in their brains that they're manifesting physically but
2: – well,
0: Ooh. however,
2: I think that the transformation that Ahsoka takes place is, is real. So, Simi. The same way if you die in the Matrix, you know, so you die you, in real life. So, you know how Palpatine's lightning is actually
0: force magic and not force powers that he learns from the Night Sisters, Darth Maul's people? I think they're using a lot of force lightning here to convey that they're using. I mean, this is force magic. I, this is not traditional force powers. This is, you, you see this in high
2: fantasy. I wish. uh Oh wow! I kind of wish they had different color lightning. I wish hers was green and his was red.
0: I mean, the this is like all the RPGs that I play. Is like this that shit. was
2: cute, creepy. That was so fucking creepy. Why aren't they helping? Why aren't they helping? Like, I don't understand, like, why there's a pa- spot. I think the Force what Magic are they-
0: is throwing them off a little bit. There they
2: go. Oh, my God.
0: Look at that smile. Now he sounds like the Emperor. Yeah. I mean when 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 Sam Witwer goes full Palpatine he sounds just like him.
2: Oh my god, this is such a tragic event.
0: They all die,
2: right? They all die. Ahsoka They all, yeah. I remember the first time I watched this just thinking like how is this happening? How is she doing this? They should have that was a mistake. Now she's she's dead. This is a great performance by Matt Lanter.
0: He should have stabbed her. It would have been much more effective.
2: I really think dead. That's not a complaint. Dead. It's just an
0: artistic choice. I guess he's doing it here. Yeah, they saved it for this.
2: He's so sad. This is
0: so Shakespearean. I mean, here's the thing. You know how we, we criticize Lucas for trying to write, like, Shakespeare in the prequels and it just didn't happen? Here, some combination of Lucas, Filoni, and their other writers, they could pull off this stuff. Uh, I wanted to say that, Simi. One of the reasons I love Mortis is it, some of the best dialogue straight through three episodes that we get in the Clone Wars. No corniness in, in terms of the writing.
2: And I mean, and that's like the beauty of what Filoni's really been doing with the canon. Like he, mm-hmm. he, he really is a great writer. He has great vision. He took all the great like frosting and put it on top of another terrific cake. You know what I mean? Like he didn't, he, he went through everything that was there and took out what, what could could move on from this. Cause you know, the whole thing was inspired By this series, I believe. I mean, ultimately, this was what they they were going to take moving forward Mm -hmm. um, along with the movies. There is no hope. Here
0: it is. There's always hope. Rebellions are built on hope. By the way, dude,
2: Diego Luna and Narcos Mexico, spectacular. Sorry. this, This is it. The lady is now rebuilding re reviving ahsoka i understand with that. her essence but i'm asking he you is now ex- becoming a
0: god i understand that simi but what i'm saying is 99 percent of the things we love about ahsoka as a character before this trilogy continue to be part of her character afterwards
2: so i want to know how that gets preserved maybe I through anakin the, maybe it's an anakin well, i think the initial thought of this when i first watched it was that she just became alive like, that she just, like, yeah. gave her. Her last power was to revive her. But that's not what I think happened. I think, I mean, I think it's clear with the owl that, that rolls with Ahsoka nowadays and mm-hmm. uh, all that shit. You know, that owl was her life force. So, and the, uh, the owl yeah. is now with. And the wolf. Yeah, mm-hmm. all this shit is now part of her. She's someone different. So, that's the only thing that why I would think was mm-hmm. that this all actually happened because. So again, if you accept
0: my uh, transcendental experience that this isn't really physical theory, and you don't have to. But if you do, then their minds could be melded. So pieces of Ahsoka could be stored in Anakin and come back from him as part of the resurrection process. There's so many possibilities. And the fact that they don't tell us, Simi, any real answers just makes it better to me. Yeah, yeah. I rem- wow. every time I watch this, I go, "Oh, I forgot this was only a two episode arc." Nope, <laughs> it gets right. weirder.
2: It gets so much weirder because now he has to. They have to plot to kill. Uh... All right, dude, let's do it. That was awesome.
0: Well, let's talk. God, let's let's, awesome. let's talk about it for a minute. Um, and then Bi- yeah, let's do Bi- it. And then Bizzle needs a-, a short bathroom break, and then we'll bang out. Yeah, the- I do too. The final one. Um, you want to do bathroom break first, then we'll talk, and then we'll do the final one.
2: Send- uh, I can hold it. I'm good. Let- let's roll. Okay, so let's we'll you talk.
0: There? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk for a couple right. minutes about what just happened, um, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll just go right into the third one, and then we'll do final discussion. Cool. We're making great time. Um, okay, here I go. But Simmy, do you, do you, like do you see what I'm trying to get to? Which is that I agree that a, a part of her die or parts of her die. But I just I don't know how to quantify how Ahsoka act, starts acting like Ahsoka again. Now remember, Gandalf the White does act differently from Gandalf the Gray. But deep down, you can tell it's still Gandalf,
2: right? Well, you have that moment where he says Gandalf. Gan- that's what they used to call me. That was my name, Gandalf the yeah. Grey. He's also a Mithrandir and Gandalf Stormcrow. He's. I am Gandalf of- the White. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. That's how he. Mm-hmm. Yeah that 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 was the point where they made it that like he's not entirely Gandalf. Like she's so okay. I guess. And, I, and this is like an evolving theory, I guess sure. what I'm saying is yes, I believe when she gets bitten that she is now poisoned and becomes a zombie necromancy I, thing I'm of with his you. toy I'm, okay
0: I'm, I'm with you on this whole journey. I just want to know how she gets back
2: so when he is done with her after she gets the the the, the rod, he either. I just think he terminates her body. Uh, It kills it entirely versus – I think there was no – I believe there was no way really for her to like come back after getting bit. Like she was already dead and it was either going to be zombie her for life or uh, like as his slave or she was going to be – or or she was going to die. And as soon as he got what he needed from her – he just, like, pushed a button in her head and, like, mm-hmm. just killed her. Mm-hmm. And she, at that point, was just dead. But because she died within, like, her, you know, like, people say that your life force. Actually, there was a new study that just came out that said you clearly have, like, an end game. Like, when you die, like, you're aware of uh, your surroundings like after your heart stops and stuff like there there is there was some study that came out and said that you are definitely aware
0: that's why i want to be uh, cremated and not buried I'm, because that's my biggest fear is being buried and not totally dead
2: no 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 no, no. they're saying there's still brain <laughs> they're saying there's no, no no they're saying not for like
0: well right they say they're time like time stops everything turns white you gain a whole thing about the, the cosmos
2: and then you croak <laughs> Something like that, I guess. But yeah, so I think she was already dead, and I think uh, can I can I give this one more is, shot?
0: Can I give this one more shot? Yeah. Okay, so I guess yeah. I guess the real question I'm asking is not the mechanism because that's nerdy and we have no answers and we could debate right. that forever. My real question sure. is: Is there a core to her being? As deep as the force, deeper, like, what's behind the force? That's the whole idea, by the way, of the world between worlds and what's going on here, is that the force isn't metaphysical bedrock. It's the thing that surrounds living beings and they can manipulate, but, like, whether it's dark matter or whatever you want to call it, there's other stuff that's even deeper and crazier than the force, and that's that's how ah- ah- Ahsoka travels between worlds, which shouldn't be possible according to the force. So my my, my, my only thing is, you know, it, how is that spark, you know, uh, preserved? Or do you do you, do you truly think it's not Ahsoka? It's like Ahsoka 2.0 going forward, and it's just. it's almost incidental that her personality carries over, but she's really a different, it's the Gandalf thing, man. It's right. It's the only way to both explain it and live with it. Right. I mean, otherwise. Yeah. I mean, I
2: keep trying to like, it it, it may be some sort of like he-man, like he's Adam and then like, he's also he-man, you know, like, uh, she's Ahsoka, but now she's also like, like, super into it now ahsoka like like Mm -hmm. totally in touch ahsoka so like she's not not ahsoka anymore Mm -hmm. she still has her like she probably still likes pizza or whatever but like Mm -hmm. at the end she or kind of like phoenix i I, that's the other one i keep leaning towards because dark phoenix yeah 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 like there's gene and then there's phoenix and like the way really phoenix was always there but like gene is like gene you know what i mean gene is the one that's supposed to control phoenix so it's just
0: anyway i I mean you brought you brought up and and we we like to sidebar i have to say that somehow with a great big young cast in one of the most classic x-men story ever it looks from the trailers they're going to totally screw up the dark phoenix which is you really have to work hard to do with that young cast and and have you enjoyed the newer ones I've enjoyed them in spite of the it, it, yeah I've liked all um including Apocalypse all of all of
2: the new ones Apocalypse, Apocalypse was probably my least favorite but uh the rest of them I thought were great I mean I, lo- I love me some uh Jennifer Lawrence so um you know, I think she's well, amazing. Well, I think
0: I think you know. First class was the or- the fun origin stories, and then yeah. Days of Future yeah. Past was just so cool with the future stuff. Dude, and it's such a non so good. It's such a non traditional story, and you have Wolverine in, in the background helping Charles and oh, and man. and everything. It- X Men works best when you don't when you have non traditional bad guys and non traditional stories, which is why Magneto. Dude, maybe we should do that. Yeah, I agree. We should. Dave's, Days
2: of Future Past? Awesome. Um, By the way, are you watching Umbrella? No. Um, but spe- okay. speaking, good. Of, speaking of medium. I was just thinking about yeah. her because she's, yeah. uh, yeah. she's in Days of Future Past. She's the yeah. medium. So one more question about Ahsoka's
0: death and rebirth or whatever you want to call it. And then uh, Simi and I are going to take a quick break, which obviously we will cut. And then we are going to rock out with our socks out uh, for the uh, episode three. They don't want to listen to us p okay um i, I actually think they, they more don't want to hear us talk about listening to SP. p <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> that's where you and i disagree so
0: so uh, again Simmy, the gandalf rebirth is the only real moment in lord of the rings book and movie where it seems like the hand of god we know uh, 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 era Luvatar, nerd alert who's the god the god above all gods era Luvatar himself who hasn't been involved since creation steps in to rejuvenate gandalf that's how desperate it is they need him to beat sauron that even the god above all gods who doesn't involve himself era Luvatar, is that scared of sauron steps in and, and, and rebirths gandalf do you think there's anything divine with, with with Ahsoka's transformation, death, resurrection, whatever, or this is just one of those things that Jedi go through
2: occasionally? I think she's something special, so it's just fucking different, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, well, we'll we'll let's uh, keep track of her her. Um, Uh, her mannerisms and her personality in this third one. That's something I never actually thought to look for post-resurrection. So, all right, guys. Um, Well, we will get you to the countdown in just a second here. All right, recording myself. Uh, Recording Simi in three, two, one, now. Now. Now.
2: Um, now, motherfucker. Now, motherfucker.
0: So do we have any business, my man, before we count ourselves into the uh, Ghosts of Mortis, season three, episode 17, final episode of Mortis? No, I just... Um, I have a question for you. I have, a bi- I have one big question for you, and then we'll get into yeah. this. Which is... On the one hand it's brilliant that they were able to wait so many years to bring the stuff back in World Between Worlds in such a brilliant way. Uh-huh. But before World Between Worlds, it seemed like this was almost a standalone thing for many years that didn't really carry over that much other than getting closer to Anakin as as Vader, I suppose, right? Or or do you think there are repercussions going forward?
2: With these events. No, I think the repercussions going forward. Mm -hmm. Look, I think at the end of the day, Filoni didn't write this. Filoni saw this and took it as lore and ran with it, which is a brilliant idea because it's awesome. Right. So ultimately, he didn't like if, if 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 he wrote this and then with the foresight to then know how they were going to use this, I suspect that he would have snips being kind of different not totally different but like gandalf different to to the white wizard different you know what i mean like he's gandalf the gray to the white like just a little different but she's not so you initially take this as that she was just you know uh, crossed over, like she she died and then she was brought back to life and now she's back to normal mm-hmm. and that bite was healed in that process. Mm-hmm. That's how you take it and that's how this series mm-hmm. ends. But then with her, how how much she takes over, uh, how much she takes over the the actual um, uh, uh, series in the end, she they they ran with it and then kind of broke it down and then realized that she is different now yeah and then and then and then made her who she is as the 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 gray lady or whatever you want to fucking call her do you think she gets powered up going forward from this yeah yeah this is she's not ahsoka anymore ahsoka died ahsoka is dead no i understand I, moving right. forward we, we've established gray a, ahsoka. i'm being more right.
0: i'm being more specific Gandalf clearly gets way more powerful as Gandalf the White. Does Ahsoka? I think she does, and I think it's symbolic of this being the exact middle of the series, man, and the turning point, along with the with this with the the Satine Maul stuff of going from
2: really good to great Star Wars stuff. I think she passed some of her life force on to Ahsoka, and I think Ahsoka now lives a little with the daughter. There is a bit of the daughter in Ahsoka, and I think that's why uh, Ahsoka doesn't actually die fighting Vader. Mm-hmm. I think I think the the, the the daughter leads through the wolf Ezra to uh, to her uh, to save her inevitably mm-hmm. uh, because at some level the only way to kill the 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 son or the daughter or, or the father is through that knife. Otherwise they're Whoa. they're immortal. Yeah. So I believe I believe there she is immortal and realized she was going to die, so created an elaborate scheme using time travel and all those things to save Ahsoka. And at that point it also opens up some of Ahsoka's powers because now her life wasn't saved mm-hmm. the same way her life wasn't given back the same way it was before. It was saved through divine intervention of her own, uh, demigodness, if you will. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Um, so
0: also the, the, the image of the sort of ghostly sword and the undead creatures reminds me of, you know, Aragorn being able to control the, uh, the the traitorous ghosts to, to join their side. What say you? There's that there's that scene that you know they think they're going to murder the the three of the guys <laughs> from the party, and the the king of the ghosts comes down with the sword, and Aragorn just blocks it, and you're just like, oh shit, motherfucker! <laughs>
2: oh, excuse me, exactly. I was just taking a Lord of the Rings hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is. That is one of the cooler fucking scenes when they do that. They're like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, you are the fucking king. You know, like, we owe you a fucking debt. It's you. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. It's you. (laughs) Um, That was really cool.
0: Incidental Lord of the Rings comment, and I'm going to count in. Even though I really like the the Gollum stuff in the second movie, I know it makes you really uncomfortable. But the real reason Two Towers is my favorite, man, is because the Battle of Helm's Deep – is almost completely practical. You've got thousands of people fighting like Braveheart style, but w- way cooler. And, you know, as much as I love the big Return of the King battles, it's clearly CGI. You know, they have to. Um, they really built that keep um, and in the, the battle that goes on there. So that was that was something that I always remember reading as as a child and and wanted to see um, see happen.
2: No, that it, it's a cool. I mean, it's amazing series. Uh, at the end of the day, it's it's pretty phenomenal. I just like, I just dislike Gollum, mm-hmm. and I really like uh, the Shire. Like you know how like Samwise like fucking always wants to go see like uh, Rivendell. Like me, like I kind of want to go to the Shire. Like I, I don't know why. <laughs> like, well, the other it thing seems like people don't realize to me is that. Tolkien
0: does something in the Two Towers part of The Lord of the Rings that no author does, which is he completely splits up the Frodo Sam uh, Gollum part, and then you do the Aragorn Gandalf stuff. it's it's different books he even calls them it's not interspliced like in the movie Mm. so it's 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 just Mm. very different but yes most i think most lord of the rings fans would say fellowship is their favorite book and their favorite movie so yeah it's also like i mean you get the balrog uh, you get you got all the elves i mean you it's it's awesome
2: yeah it's just so I feel like it's the most complete movie did it win as many awards as the third one did um it
0: didn't it, it won the like technical stuff and then it won like right. 14 for return of the king or whatever it was
2: so that I, I feel like that was just retribution for the other two you know what I mean because De- like deservedly I, I, do you really think do you really so. yeah fine but do you really think return of the King was that good? It was good enough
0: to cap off that whole thing. I got
2: Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I just think one is so much better. Like if if someone's like what are you what do you have to watch? I I mean, forget about the fact that it's a trilogy and, like, it becomes stupid to watch 3. Return
0: of the King breaks one of my biggest rules, which is that I think the four-hour long version of Return of the King is the only way to watch it, even if you split up your watching of it. (laughs) The stuff they cut is, like, three or four of the best scenes in the book and in the movie they take out. Um, And uh, I, I can only watch the long version. Also, the battle in front of, of Minas Tirith is way longer and more brutal um, uh, than the final cut. They just – they they tried to stuff too much in obviously, which is people's biggest complaint. And so of the three movies, the only one that I, I must watch the long version of is Return of the King. The other two, I can go either way.
2: Dude, you're going to have to like intro this, uh, this fucking uh, Chronicles like when <laughs> – you know, like, 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 like the whole. You gotta do some. We're doing a ton of Lord of the Rings on this. You're gonna have to do some Lord of the Rings music. You know, the, the the brain. You're gonna have to take some of this. The score, brain
0: dude. behind this stuff, Dave Filoni, specifically talks about. But well, he
2: didn't write Clone Wars, though. Who who wrote Clone Wars?
0: He was the showrunner for Clone Wars. He is the main producer. He directs right. some of the episodes. Yes, he didn't write this, these episodes. He didn't direct these episodes, but he does. Right. He has the final pass on all scripts. He's there for all recordings all editing he's the director he's the equivalent of the director of a movie he's pt Anderson. so yeah this is and he talks about he specifically as you know calls ahsoka his gandalf and so it's fun to talk about the ways in which they're similar and different and we're gonna see that here so why don't we count into ghosts of mortis let's do it yeah man let's do it all right well let me just make sure i am queued up get to the three minus three second mark or whatever um and here we go man uh, uh this is a crazy another crazy fucking episode um i feel like we're gonna have thoughts like we're gonna be doing commentaries down the road and then we're just gonna be having thought more and more thoughts about mortis because every time i watch it it makes me think of more stuff so queue up guys hope you enjoy this we'll talk a little bit after this and then um i believe next is darth maul uh murdering the duchess satine spoiler alert
2: god that's fucking awesome um but we will get not there. that satine gets murdered but like yeah. that darth maul is we're all, like we back. are
0: we are due for a star wars news um, podcast um, maybe mm. when, maybe when i get back from celebration in early april and between then we'll do an x-men movie or or, or something well
2: we, we gotta do we got we got a date next week so we gotta make the date next week but we have sometime next week yeah um we'll do maybe the x-men actually
0: i i just so like the concept of x-men more than the, the other parts
2: of marvel it's like not even close for me I do too because uh, it can get – we can talk about time travel and other cool things because that's a really cool, interesting way of time travel. And
0: mutancy just makes sense. Like giving Captain America a super serum is like, you know, beyond a MacGuffin. Like mutancy makes sense. The post-nuclear age,
2: a small percentage
0: of people, you know, I mean it makes sense.
2: It makes sense. So so I'm going to throw that out there and I'm also going to throw out uh, episode six of – uh harry potter but, <laughs> i you thought know. you were gonna say let's do return of the
0: jedi again i'm like okay oh no
2: <laughs> hey oh also by the way in portugal did you ever go to the library that um uh uh, uh jk rowling was influenced by uh she spent a lot of time writing that book in portugal she was living in Porto. That's interesting. And she, yeah. And there's this uh, library that Raina and I went to, and it's beautiful. It has mm-hmm. this uh, dual staircase, and it looks a lot like the influence from. Uh, mm-hmm. It was obviously influenced her to like write how the mm-hmm. the castle would look and things like that. I took some cool pictures so, of it, but it's a beautiful library so, or a bookstore now. Sorry. So
0: I'd like I, I would like to jump in here, but but, but really quickly, Simi, That reminds me of a thought I've been having. Um, or it's concretizing the thought, which is we should just do an open ended discussion about all the sort of fantasy and fantasy influence stuff we like. And you know what I mean? We can talk some stories about growing up and like, um, like the fact that you like Harry Potter now, like is awesome, but
2: like, I wouldn't necessarily expect that. You know what I mean? Um,
0: and the way it's funny,
2: I I was right. I was right on the right tail of it. Like I was 19 or 18 when I read it. You know, so like that's that's well, no, but look, but, no, don't but you remember I'm, there was like that thing of like people reading it on well, the hold train, on, like hold on. all adults and everything. But <laughs> but but
0: I also got into Star Wars Rebels when I was like thirty four years old. So you know what I mean? Oh
2: right, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I just think the content is really good, and it's not like. I think you get to a certain point, like when you're a teenager or whatever, and you want, like, shit, goddamn fuck, you know, and you want to see tits, and, like, you want, like, tons of guns. And, and I'll tell you what, I'm a sucker for a, a shit, fuck, damn tits movie. Like, uh, you know, a Die Hard or whatever. John you know? Wick, like, baby. I don't love John Wick. That's a little too much bang bang, and not enough cool. Uh, it's all right. I agree.
0: Hand to hand fighting is way cooler than
2: guns, it's not even close. Give me give me anything that uh, Jason Statham is in and like, I'm a happy well, camper. Dude, like is, the, the, is he going to drive yeah. a car fast and kick somebody's ass? Like I'm in. Yeah. The, you I, know? Like, the the, the <laughs> irony, even though I like
0: the John Wick movies, the irony, but also the shame is that I have often said that I think Keanu Reeves pound for pound best American. I know he's Hawaiian, but like, you know, best like non Asian Ape, uh, fighter in movies doing Asian fighting. Like I don't know who's better than him in the Matrix movies. To be, you know, that he can fight Seraph. That guy who plays
2: Seraph is is unbelievable. Um, That's not a bad statement. I can't. And so it's sort of a waste yeah. for him to
0: just headshot everyone. Okay, Simmy. Speaking of of hand to hand fighting, let's get into Ghost of Mortis here because this is where. Yeah, she, let's do it, man. But but we need. I need remember the final t- or not the final, but one of the final things is like. What, did they make the right decision to, to, of letting Anakin go with what he knows and what he doesn't know and so forth? We have to look into. So, all right. So, we're queued up. I'm going to count it down. So yep. he's going to count up. And we're going to enjoy this because goddamn Mortis is good. So, here it comes. Three, two, one, go. One, two,
2: three. All right. I think we're in good shape. We're good. He who seeks to control fate shall never find peace. This is so fucked up like honestly like this is the biggest mind trip maybe they like someone just gave them a bunch to acid Mm -hmm. this is why star wars is so great is the sci-fi fantasy
0: mix because the setup for this with them thinking they're getting away from the planet but they're not on the on on the surface is very star trekky but how it plays out is is very star warsy you know fantasy like if that makes sense you know what i mean like, it doesn't play out like a Star Trek episode like this would play out. But you get stuff like this where they think they're flying away and they're really in a machine or doing
2: something else. Yeah, I mean, you know what's funny? Like, all these individual episodes seem like individual episodes and it just keeps going, you know what I mean? And they made it like this, again, a trilogy, a three-part mm-hmm. series, a 3 uh three Yes! <laughs> Oh she's back to normal
0: yep. She's just like Ray and Princess Leia She can literally do everything
2: Oh she does remind me of Ray. I bypassed The compressor <laughs> mm.
0: That's too bad Chewie likes you Do
2: they give her the whole Say this in English thing Do you know what's so funny? Like, I was just listening to her. I forgot what we were doing. Because she's the
0: best character, (laughs) and that's why they keep giving her more and more screen time as it goes on. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be talking about some shit.
2: Remember that time?
0: I mean, Simi, it seems obvious now, but this was clearly supposed to be the Obi-Wan and Anakin show with Ahsoka on the side, and it completely flipped the other way.
2: So, this is like a whole. Oh, he's going back to Mordor. Fuck. But, like. Fuck, fuck, fuck.
0: But, like, you can tell with these voice actors that, like, they're happy that Ashley Eckstein became the front and centerpiece. In some shows, there'd be jealousy about that.
2: Well, that's a little bit of a stretch that we actually know what they feel. But,
0: no, you I can mean, I think in terms of, like. They go to panels together and hug and kiss and seem to love each other is all I can go by.
2: Well, what else were they gonna do i mean it's just so obvious i guess like that she is the the gem she's the golden child run with her she'll bring you gold Mm -hmm. this is so cool it's
0: like theoden burying his son right oh that's good a parent should never have to bury their child or whatever he says
2: should never have to bury their child
0: yeah I remember hearing that and being like that's kind of cliched but also really sad <laughs> to think about
2: yeah it's a different kind of mourning it's it's out of it's out of reach I could never fathom that so
0: when I saw this I th- assumed this was the sun actually me. I remember that very clearly I thought this was the sun as Anakin Oh, I was wrong, obviously, but that's what I thought.
2: Right. I I I love the two moons, the two moons. How cool is that? What's
0: cooler, having multiple suns or multiple moons?
2: Multiple moons, multiple suns would scare the shit out of me.
0: Plus, your gravitational uh, stability is in jeopardy.
2: Guys who don't like the heat. <sighs> well, just because I like you, the night. Just
0: because you live in a trinary system doesn't mean you live super close to any of the suns. But yeah.
2: True, but then you just have to worry about more than one moon, one sun blowing up. I don't really about the moon blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Ask, and you will know what to do."
0: Question: I have a general Anakin question, Simi. I've been meaning to ask you. Mm-hmm. Is he a little too zen throughout the course of the series? It doesn't really mix with episode two and
2: episode three Anakin. You mean episode two and episode three Anakin the movies with this character right now? Like,
0: do we do we buy that between Ahsoka and Obi Wan, they can really keep him relatively calm throughout most of the Clone Wars compared to his prequel appearances?
2: Yeah, I because I, I think I think um, in my opinion the way it really should have been done in the movies or whatever, like I feel like one movie like basically the end of two mm-hmm. should have been like him. I mean, obviously, like I just think there should have been a bit. I think there should have just been a slow cultivation cultivation of of the brainwashing. You know what I mean? And then it really ramping up in three. You know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. and then like really in one and two, showing his strengths and showing like, like, like his power and like how amazing he is and and all those other things. Yes. But like the amazing things about him are usually the things that are with him with Ahsoka, like that his his give and take with Ahsoka make Anakin a human. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he's just this fucking obnoxious cunt. By the way, I just want to point out. Ashley
0: Eckstein, who in, was in her mid-30s or is in her mid-30s, <clears throat> convincingly making her sound like a 16-year-old or 17-year-old instead of 14-year-old is extremely impressive.
2: Her voice gets a little she, deeper. She's great. She talks a little slower. She's a, she's a great voice actor, and I really like her passion in the project. She's
1: going like, to be at Celebration, baby.
2: Yeah, she's really cool. I mean, she just seems like very, very cool. Like She makes nerd she, clothing like, for this girls
0: a, and she models it herself. It's amazing.
2: Right. Like she just feels like she's a part of it. Like some people, feel, some people I feel like think they're just cast into it. Uh, but other people like you're just like, oh, you're really a fan. Like there's some basketball players, and football players who like don't watch football and basketball. You know what I love? Like,
0: just, they don't care. She was very public that she was starting to do boys and men stuff. But she's not changing the name from her universe. I love that. That's her, yeah, I'm fine
2: with that. That's her
0: brand. She shouldn't be forced. You know, that doesn't. It's not threatening. If you're, if you are confident in your manhood, you should not be threatened by that. I, yeah, well, I have I have here? a. I have a life is strange T-shirt. I wear all the time. It has two teenage girls on it. It's my favorite video game. Like, be confident, guys. Come on.
2: Yeah. Seriously. Like. This whole alpha male bullshit about, like, whose dick is bigger, it'll never get you any ass.
0: And people are like, oh, you just like beautiful superheroes because they're beautiful. I'm like, no, I just find badass women to be super cool and fun to watch.
2: (laughs) There was some meme I read the other day. It's like black people are worried about getting shot in the street. Uh, You know, white people, white men are like, hey – how shitty is it that the new Marvel comic is a woman?
0: <laughs> Seriously. Dude, Rotten Tomatoes literally changed their entire website because of Captain Marvel. Oh, what they give it? No, 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 no. I'm saying because of The Last Jedi in the, these movies and now Captain Marvel, they're making it much harder to tank the audience score before the movie even comes out.
2: Oh, because people haven't seen it. Right, right, right. And I think you're gonna have to get
0: already. You're gonna have to verify your identity. It's got like an eighty five, eighty seven like most Marvel movies. Oh great.
2: Crude I'm really elements. excited to go see it. I just saw Green Green book, by the way.
0: So if the lightsaber is the powerful weapon of the Jedi, he, this guy has no concern for it whatsoever. Again, I think they're tapping into force magic and even deeper stuff that we don't know. We're not meant to comprehend it. We're supposed to be as confused as the characters, I think, right, is the idea.
2: What I don't like here is that, like, this guy is, like, all of a sudden dominating him after he showed that he could dominate him. Like, why does he become such a bitch? know what you'll become. This is so fucked up. He's showing it to him.
0: Watch the, the Darth Vader shadows. Amazing. Here it comes.
2: He's fighting Obi Wan. That was that. That was Padme dying I, right there. I think
0: this is also supposed to trigger the visions he has in Episode Three. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Destroying the worlds. Here it comes. Greek.
0: And boom, Darth Vader, baby! Oh yeah! Oh god! Just a quick
2: little, quick little.
0: Rogue One style, just a little glimpse.
2: tease. A little little tease. Just a glimpse. Just a glimpse. Just so he's like, see, dude, see what you're going to do? Yes, you will, you stupid motherfucker. Oh, this is totally from Watchmen. He's totally like Captain or um, Doctor Manhattan. Hmm. His quiet, like melatonin, as
0: God. as great as the sun is, and he's Damn great. It. it just makes me pumped for Darth Maul. Yeah. It's so sad. So he gives him it's the a future. sad story. He, now he's hopeless after saying there's hope. By the way, this looks just like Mustafar, not very subtle. It looks exactly like Mustafar. The lava planet where he almost dies. And where he builds his The orphaned two
2: children will eventually kill him. I, She's not going to get help.
0: I mean... Nope. You know that in Dune, the messiah ends up being only a partial messiah. Has twin kids who are boys and girls... Who are very similar to Luke and Leia, and they end up being the ones to save the universe. Exactly. On a desert planet, with prophecy.
2: It's always a desert planet.
0: Yeah, because of Frank Herbert with Dune.
2: (laughs) Oh, dude, look look at this. Look at this. Look at his eyes. This looks like 3. This looks like from 3, remember? so this is what i was saying this
0: is supposed to tease the sort of cyclical nature of what happens in three but then his mind is wiped but i think it's this is
2: crazy he's such an idiot
0: dude matt lanter would have been such a great anakin skywalker but it's not fair because he's older and much more experienced actor
2: this is totally like glimpses from uh, episode three. Like totally.
0: Oh, yeah. It's it's lava. I mean, they're not trying to hide it.
2: Well, no, even just on the speeder. I, Remember that, I that's it. how he gets there?
0: I love it. I, Ahsoka's saving the day as a mechanic.
2: I love it. So is he also her? So they're all his, like, Wow. Oh, Simi! Oh, God. Do not engage him. Of course she's going to engage him. But
0: this speaks to your theory that in a deep sense, this is more about Ahsoka in some ways than Anakin. The challenges she has to go through.
2: She said do not engage him. Shut the door, motherfucker. I mean, dude, she
0: fears this more than death. That's the thing. She fears facing Anakin... Just like in Rebels, that she's so horrified when she finds out that Vader's Anakin.
2: Yeah, that's her least fucking. She's a smart motherfucker. Oh, she is a snips. as knows what she's fucking doing. Thing is, dude, you can if you if, if... sorry, master, you'll have to walk. You cor- you corrupt motherfucker. If you <laughs> if you take out the alien thing and the age
0: thing. Her and Rey are basically on paper the same character, but because the performances are so different and the actresses are so different, you never think about it.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. She is in charge again. She has got her shit in order. God, he's so creepy looking. But yeah, he looks like the Inquisitor. Now the
0: Inquisitors again are dark side users who can use the force and lightsabers but are not Sith and not capable of being full Sith Jedi.
2: God, he's so creepy. You know what this reminds me of? When um I when think, uh, what's his name? Hawkeye becomes uh, oh, yeah. when Loki. Yeah, yeah. He and he's like reporting to him, and he's yeah. like, uh, he means to he means to stall us, sir. And he's like, all of a sudden, like all with him. This
0: is supposed oh. to help also sell the turn in episode three, which was not sold great. They're trying to you know make it more subtle and resell it here. Like that, he's aware yeah, he that will. he's turning, kind of thing.
2: I, I, oh, good! At least he saves him.
0: No, this is this this is wrong. He should have taken off the mind control but kept the memories of who he could become oh, as Darth Vader.
2: Oh, he just erases – erases. oh, right, yeah. right, right.
0: So how can he deal with the potentiality if he doesn't remember it? I, I, that's a big mistake. I don't think the father is everything. He, he appears, but we never really get those answers. I mean I guess he does kill himself. This looks just like the elf – the the way the elves are buried in sort of the stone tombs with their body – image of their bodies.
2: It's so sad. He really did love her. Even though he fought her, he was never going to kill her. He would have died for her. This also reminds me of like the Padme love like that uh, Anakin has like that like it's all confused you know
0: oh you mean because he gaslights and strangles
2: her right he's a crazy person
0: I, i i could argue that kylo ren treats Rey with more respect than anakin treats padme in the movies
2: it's so sad
0: oh man but getting this Padme story during the Phantom Menace era is really fulfilling. Because let's be honest, Padme kicked ass in Phantom
2: Menace. So do the three of them get on this fucking little speeder? <laughs> the four of them.
0: I mean... They, they make very clear, Simi, that he's aware that he's having the visions of the dark future and he can't change it, which is an interesting choice. It's not, it's not straight up mind control like Jeremy Renner in, in Avengers, I don't think.
2: Right. This is pretty cool.
0: By the way, I love Hawkeye and he's definitely coming back for the final Avengers movie. You think? Oh, yeah, he's, already, he's on the cover. Oh. It's going to start with the original sex. The whole first part of the movie is going to be the original sex.
2: I can't wait. I really liked uh, that movie, so we're not going to do it for a while, huh? We'll see. All right. So I should watch it again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is awesome animation. So why is he all of a sudden like not powerful enough?
0: What do you mean? It's th- so weird. Th- they've they've never had a chance of fighting this guy straight up.
2: That's why the father has to kill himself. Anakin takes-
0: do you know what this is like? This is the end of Looper when Joseph Gordon-Levitt shoots himself to kill his older self, Bruce Willis. It's the only way to, to stop him.
2: This is so sad.
0: He can't kill the son, so he has to kill himself. Yeah. I can't believe this is Star Wars on television television for kids yeah this
2: is so dark
0: but it's never gratuitous there's always a poor purpose
2: this is so sad
0: i think this is just a giant force virgins that's trying to work out its issues and obi-wan ahsoka and anakin get caught up in it I think this is bigger than Obi Wan, Ahsoka, and and and, uh, and Anakin.
2: I think it's the ultimate embodiment of the Force. And you're right. It, it's a diver. It's a it's a it's a physical world that is force bound and balances things. In I, like, Star
1: obviously- Wars,
0: if a good guy has to kill a horrible bad guy, he does it. In Marvel or DC they'll let millions of civilians die so they don't have to kill the bad guy. Oh, I, I can't say it enough. This is both more realistic and more satisfying.
2: That's a really good point. I never thought about it like that.
0: I mean, even the fact that Thanos only wants to kill half of all the people instead of everybody, it makes no sense. You are the Right, chosen and they one. almost... Wait! So now he's trying to
2: pump him up like Qui-Gon. I wonder if Qui-Gon's He does bring meddling. balance to this world by killing them all. I
0: wonder if Qui-Gon's meddling. We've seen him a bunch of times. Right, so now he's telling him the truth again. I mean, this guy is very complicated, obviously.
2: And then he dies like a Jedi.
0: I think it's a force being thing. God, that's crazy, man. And here is uh, Mordor crumbling.
2: That looks exactly Whoa.
0: like barad the dark tower. Yeah,
2: the dark tower crumbling.
0: Yeah. But you have to do it because the fantasy aspect is what makes Star Wars so cool and different from other sci-fi right this is the what do you mean seven million years have passed wow Rex oh dude the siege of Mandalore
2: God, I always love these ending things.
0: All right, Simi. I got to keep you on for five minutes for a wrap-up and to talk a couple quick news things. Is that okay? This was amazing. Yeah, dude. Let's do it. Uh, All right, buddy. That was super fun. Um, I, you know, again, I I just am hypnotized by it. I I don't really have any more thoughts than what um, I had. I really wanted to explore, you know, your vision of, The subtle ways in which Ahsoka changes, and we definitely talked about that. Um, We're never going to know about what the son, daughter, and father are. The fact that their likenesses are on these stargates that lead to world between worlds is both super cool and impossible to explain with our current knowledge. But I love that Lucasfilm is expanding possibilities like the prequels tried to explain too much here they're giving us mystery that we may or may not explore in the future i think that's a better way of going about things i don't know if you agree with that interpretation uh in terms of world building i like i I prefer the kind of world building where there is mystery where that you're specifically supposed to have different interpretations and they're not telling you exactly what's happening at every single moment
2: I think it was not only world building but also like character building. I mean, I think it well, really incl- for what included. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and again, there is no with those 3 episodes, there is no more lore Jedi Force rich uh episodes ever in any series that exists. Like the whole thing is dripping with allegories and metaphors and all shit that is the force and they're constantly talking about like bringing the balance to it. And like they keep doing it over and over and over and over again in different ways, and different forms as they, they, they give and they take and they push and they pull and they, they find their way through, through that three part series that, you know, Rex called three minutes basically just now.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, this, This is like the, if you're submitting for an Oscar, like, you know, some of the clips from these episodes would be on on that reel, I
2: think, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's some other pretty cool episodes, but that really, Mm -hmm. you know, some of those fight scenes when they're fighting each other and. Um, the, the way they created some of the, that world going on and off, like they, it was very impressive visually mm-hmm. and, uh, the story is incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You down to do a little quick star Wars update since we made some pretty good time and I have a couple good stories for you.
2: Yeah, let's do it.
0: First of all, you know who Katie Sackoff is yes starbuck from battlestar and she's bo katan right. and there's speculation or i've speculated that, that she would actually be in the mandalorian being that she's the mandalorian like queen or whatever well i went to her uh instagram page man with her hundreds of thousands of followers and just to be uh, witty i said uh so bo katan the mandalorian is totally happening right just double checking like smiley face smiley face Less than two hours later, Katie posted back to me, I hope so, exclamation point, exclamation point. So I got Katie sack off baby, straight from the horse's mouth. She's not saying she is, not saying
2: she's not, but she says she hopes so. Why didn't you write her back and say, well, now that I got your ear, what are you doing the other yeah. uh, couple of days? Yeah. Want to have a drink? Dude, she's, been with, she's been with. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, she's been with
0: Carl Urban for like 10 years
2: i didn't know that yeah. i just just think it's amazing yeah. the way the world works these days
0: well i you know i mean i've I've had minor celebrities you know respond to me like my comments at me back but katie sackhoff i was like oh my god and about the mandalorian and she's thinking about it it wants to be in it
2: <laughs> it must be my birthday you know so uh, the, Man- yeah, that was pretty awesome. the mandalorian
0: wrapped um we, we know Lucas was involved on some level. We don't really know how. Filoni directed two episodes. Tycho Aititi directed an episode. Bryce Dallas mm-hmm. Howard. Some other dire- – uh, Jessica Jones director directed one of the episodes. Huh. Um, there's eight of them. But other than some one-credit things here or there – the dude from game of thrones who's playing the mandalorian is like the only person who you can even find associated they had this entire thing on lockdown so we have no idea the cast of this the scripts the anything but they did rap on it, it, it much sooner than i thought now i have wow. i have to so they're
2: editing now
0: yeah i thought for sure of mandalore was going to come out before uh uh, Mandalorian, but dude, I'm thinking with all the hype of the launch of Disney Plus, they might launch both right from the beginning, just to like. Um,
2: Interesting. We know
0: they've started filming the Elizabeth Olsen Scarlet Witch thing. I think Luke, the Tom Hiddleston Loki is filming. Um, Cassie and I don't is not started yet for sure because <laughs> he's he's on Narcos at the moment, so I don't know when that's gonna happen. But they're moving quickly, dude. And, and they did announce that like the Radar stuff, like Deadpool and by Mm -hmm. by the way simmy i was the only person literally on the internet saying disney's full of shit about canceling the defenders and netflix and there's already rumors that they're gonna bring them back as soon as legally possible in in a new format but they'll probably they'll probably that's awesome yeah it was such an obvious move for disney to separate from netflix um, I just look right. at the business side, and so like Deadpool, and I think they're doing X Force movies, more Deadpool movies. The the adult Netflix stuff will be will be on Hulu because Disney owns a big chunk of Hulu, and Hulu's actually designing their digital platform for mobile and TV and, and so forth. So there's some alliance there, but I think Disney Plus is going to be so cheap that even getting Hulu and Disney Plus isn't going to be much of a stretch for people. As as we've both talked oh, you about think, the amount you think of it'll content, be, you think you think you'll have to get both? Yeah, but I think if you have Disney Plus, they'll give you a big break on Hulu because they know that you just want the Disney stuff. Uh,
2: but dude, Rogue One. So if you are, going to be on Disney Plus. Have, if you already have Hulu, you, you'll be able to add on. Disney,
0: in other words, only the straight rated R stuff they're saying will be on Hulu. If like the Black Widow movies rated R, which is rumored to be that, you know, when that comes out, that would go to Hulu. But dude, Rogue One is the most violent movie Disney's ever done. It's PG thirteen. That's going to be on Disney Plus. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Haven't heard much from Siege of Mandalore, but Mm. I, I, I don't know about you, but as excited as I am about the Mandalorian, and I am. And obviously, I'm over the moon about Cassian, but that's not going to come out for a while. I'm the, by far the most excited about Siege of Mandalore. I was since the announcement, and I remain because it's a one season thing that wraps up in a brilliant story and characters Rex, Ahsoka, Maul, you know, that, that we love so much. Um, are you with me that that's the new programming you're the most excited about, or, or it's something else?
2: Yeah, I, I have to be with you. I mean, I am just gonna sample. I, I feel like it's like this buffet, and I'm gonna eat it all up. Uh, and I'm going with no expectations okay. of anything. But if everything I was that's released kind of on goal. the same
0: day, binge style, like Netflix, what would you right. what would you binge first? For me, there's no question that yeah it that, would be that i mean yeah yeah, yeah. even if Ca- even if cassian came out i would be like i'm gonna save this for a day or two and binge the shit out of ahsoka fighting maul with rex and everybody because
2: right 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 yeah i'm probably more like that the other one's more like your uh one's like a beer the other one's like uh uh you know a shot of bourbon
0: and dude we've we've been focusing so much on the actual siege and the fight of mandalore but the first half is going to be about the glitching of the drones and explain how and why rex knew and was able to take the chip out and others didn't and so Mm. and how the triggering process worked right i I know you and i both love that ai shit so that is also going to be great because we love the clones
2: Dude, just sometimes you just feel like the world is in your favor. I feel like when I was a kid, all the things that I wanted to happen uh, TV-wise were all, like, bold. like they canceled all the shows I'd like. You know, they'd only last here and there, and, you know, it just didn't go your way. And then all of a sudden you get older, and all they're doing all the things you wanted them to do when you were a kid. So, yeah. I mean, it's pretty
0: awesome. Dude, w- we keep saying <laughs> it. We said it even during
2: the, the dull drums
0: of The Last Jedi controversy. But, like, other than some of us not liking everything about The Last Jedi, like, what mm-hmm. hasn't been really good to great since Disney took over? Like, I, I'm not I'm not aware.
2: Right. Right. No, I mean, they're really a dominant force. They really know what they're doing i'm gonna hang up with you and probably watch the avengers if not basketball we'll see are you, I,
0: I mean this was announced a while ago um i'll ask you this and we'll, a couple quickies and then we'll hang up um uh this was great are you surprised the extent to which star wars is dominating the way they're promoting the new station as opposed to marvel which makes more money in theaters and has way more movies and so forth
2: well, I think they did the same thing that Marvel did by creating all these different properties. So, like, there's all these different, like, fun things they can merchandise. There's all this lore they can, like, um, by lore – actually, I won't say lore. I'll say this. All this rumor has it, you know, like, all this shit that just going around about Star Wars. So if you're a kid nowadays and you're, you know, trying to figure out what's cool and what you want to get into, like, there's just so many avenues of Star Wars that it could seem like – like really fun, you know, and there's all this merchandise out there and like there's just a ton to tackle. So mm-hmm. you know, you get a little taste of the sugar and like there's all these different things you can do with it. So here's um, here's
0: the thing, man. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's the generational aspect of it. It's the fact mm-hmm. that it's as strong as ever. More than forty years later we're getting movies like Rogue One and Han Solo. Um mm. and what i think is going to be a spectacular episode nine but we we, uh, that's something i don't have too much information on at this point other than they've wrapped as well uh which is a good sign but it's the generation it's it's investing in the long term of your audience because with with comic books the fad is always going to go in and out let's not forget let's not forget it's only let us
2: not forget dude let us not
0: forget dude that it was a mere 11 years ago that we got the Dark Knight and Iron Man, and before then it was shit, basically. I mean, until the first
2: Batman was fun, it was but fine, yeah.
0: but that was leading towards the Dark Knight and Iron Man. Yeah, X, dude, X mm-hmm. Men 1 and X Men 2 were great too, but until, right. until 2008 and then, of course, 2012 with the Avengers, etc., 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 this is a mm-hmm. new trend. Star Wars survived decades of nothing in the 80s and 90s. It survived prequels which were loathed by most people, both casual fans and a lot of hardcore fans, to be reborn Mm -hmm. with Disney, and who would think Disney would make not Rogue One and Disney, you know, they were criticized for canceling Clone Wars because, you know, it's not Disney enough. Well, they're bringing it back with Siege of Mandalore, which is going to be, if possible, darker and more violent than a, a lot of the other Clone Wars, which is already very dark and very violent. It has to be. And so. Uh, that that's that's my theory is they know the comic book stuff is a cash cow now, but Star Wars is going
2: to be perennial m- money printing for them uh agree disagree agree I mean there's just so many avenues why not expand you know some of them probably will do better than others obviously like there's gonna be a scale, but like mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day like mm-hmm. the you know give us give us more cake mm-hmm. and uh, we'll eat it. And that's what that's what they're doing, mm-hmm. and they're just doing a great job of it. It's really incredible. I, I'm, a, I mean, I'm almost like pretending like it's not going to happen, just waiting for everything to come out. Just like that book, like I, I knew it was going to come out in March, and I just downloaded it, and I'm like so excited. Like I'm gonna tackle it in the next, like sometime this week, I'll probably finish it before next week, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just more and more. There's 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 books that they're coming out with. There's movies. There's TV. There's new cartoons. Like yep. Uh it's it's incredible. I mean there what 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 what's not to get excited about.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um and uh I do want to congratulate my girl Jin Erso for being Miss Star Wars twenty eighteen on Wikipedia across from Anakin Skywalker as Mr. Star Wars twenty eighteen. Uh, chin unseated leia and ray who dominated this for years uh, obviously um and this goes to what i've been saying man that rogue one has a long tail and is getting more and more popular over time just like han solo is getting more and more popular um yeah and yeah so we,
2: we we said that from the
0: start it's indisputable um question have you seen her rbg movie yet on the basis of sex
2: i have not i I'm, I'm i'm meaning to do it i am looking forward to it though reina saw it on the plane i i didn't i thought it would put me to bed but uh i gotta be in the mood for it oh yeah it's very
0: subtle but it's very funny and turn um the guy who plays uh marty her husband is amazing and they have great chemistry it's a very subtle performance like Jin. i mean you know what i mean like You you think of Jin as this badass fighter, you know, shooting people. But as we talked about, like, she doesn't do a lot of shooting. She does a lot of thinking and not talking and you know what I mean? Like – She's a spy. Right. She's She's, just a very subtle actress. She does a great job in the movie. I think you'll enjoy that. Um, Right. And I don't know if I have anything else. So we should announce what is – I'll I'll make a post when we decide what movie we're going to do next week when you have some time. Yeah. Um, I, I do think we should do a movie and not Star Wars. Um, let's do it, but that being, we'll, we'll talk it out. That, that being said, like yes, but that being said, um, I, I do want to give the listeners the next Clone Wars arc that we're definitely going to do. And I think it is, is there anything in season four,
2: season four, is sort of a dip, um, to be continued kids. We're going to get you get we'll get you a good one. We got to talk it, oh, up. No, we'll yeah, no. it out. Oh no, yeah, end
0: of um end of for Brothers in Revenge is Darth Maul oppressed Mother Talking. Oh, well that we're and that, definitely doing and that. There's tons means, of things we're
2: definitely doing. No, no, but right. but I'm
0: saying we're taking a big jump to the end of season four, but then we're doing almost all of season five, because it's all Maul, Ahsoka, Obi Wan, Duchess Satine, and so forth. So this is just gonna keep building up steam. So thank you so much, buddy. Um if you have any parting thoughts for the listeners. Um, other than we, you know, we just seem, we are just perpetually happy by what we're, the products that we're getting. So well, I, I'm not sure what else there is to say here.
2: No, man, this was awesome. This was a lot of fun. Oh. This was everything I wanted to be. I think we'll have more to talk about yeah. in the future. We're, the next one we're going to be like, oh, and yeah. by the way, yeah, have a bunch of shit to talk about. So one, one, what were you say? one
0: last thing, we've talked forever about doing a book club of, of some sort, you know, or a book discussion. And, and we are both. Ri- oh, we're
2: definitely doing that. Yeah, we,
0: but but we literally uh, the day the Padme book came out, we are both on top of it. We've we've read the Leia book, we've read the Ahsoka book. We got to do the sort of teen here female heroes. We'll Do like Ahsoka, Leia, Padme kind of thing. Jin, Rebel Rising, right? I mean, those those are all the best like teen books that they're
2: writing. It, it seems to me. Well, yeah, we we should do an episode where we just talk about the book. Awesome. So, yeah.
0: All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much. It was good to have you back. We will definitely be discussing uh, what is coming up next week. This was super fun. I have much to ponder uh, <laughs> because it, it's this. This is just this is real artwork, you know. And, yeah, man. Which you don't normally get in something as, as ginormous as as Star Wars. So, thank you, listeners. Thank you, Simmy. You guys have been awesome in supporting the podcast. We will be coming back at you soon. May the force be with you. Can I get a Wookiee?
1: cast out!